this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now. But if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Bagsy. 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 Brother, you got to call me back, all right? I can't find my lighter, so I can't smoke up. I'm going through it right now. I'm stressing out, all right? We got that big fantasy football draft in a couple of days. We take our brotherhood to another level because we're co-GMing a franchise, all right? We got to talk, brother. Take a break from your family. Take a break from work and call me back right now. Thank you. Good morning. Trevor. Trevor, Trevor. I fucking love you, man. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling the connection. I got to feel the connection because I got to put all my trust into your hands. I'm feeling it. This Sunday, you and I join forces to do do the possible, and that's win a, a, a fantasy football league against a, a group of dumbasses I call my friends. Are you excited or not? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, you call them dumbasses. I call them pussies. I can't wait. To Whoa, damn, dude. Damn, that's harsh, <laughs> man. That's harsh. They're going to hate that. Oh, uh, I know, hate man, that. I They're going to come after well, us. Like I, I said, I, 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 uh, dude, I've already been I, kicked I, out of that group. Uh, earlier this week, I've been causing so much of a ruckus and acting like a diva and doing things to annoy them and all this stuff. And I'm pretty sure that I am actually hated, but Hey, uh, the, these mind games slash reality is, is needed in competition. And it's the way I play the game. It's the way I play the game. I can't wait. Yeah, man. I mean, I look, I'm in three leagues aside from the one I'm drafting with you and uh, two of them are 14 teamers so mm. I know that your buddies have been a little hesitant to get to the 14 team level I think it makes things just that much more spicy that much more interesting yeah uh, that being said I did have my most important aka the league that I have the most money in I had that draft last night uh, with 14 teams and uh, I feel pretty good but there was something that kept me up the light- night last night man and uh, maybe this is my lesson from fantasy draft but it was fan bias. You know, I, I was I was staring in the face a few running backs in the NFC West, and I was like, I just don't really want to fucking cheer for any of these guys. Yeah. And I uh, I, I reached on Damon Pierce as my RB two, and you know what? You never know what's gonna happen in fantasy, but I think my season basically hinges what Damon Pierce does because I don't love my running back depth otherwise. Although I think I have probably uh, you know four of the top twenty wide receivers in the league. So and and a legit RB one in Aaron Jones. So. Anyway, that's what kept me up last night. And I'll tell you the one back that I really thought about, ta- I really regretted t- not taking was uh, Cam Akers. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I, you know, I, I kind of like true stuff that, but Cam Akers is the guy I think I probably should have taken. But, you know, fuck those Rams. It's okay. I think Cam Akers is actually banged up and not really. He is banged up right now, but he, I think he's got a pretty high ceiling in that offense. I know he, he came off an Achilles tear, which was, you know, it's a pretty devastating injury, but he looked good in the playoffs last year. Um, so I don't know, man. Uh, but here, I'll tell you some of the backs that I passed on when I said Damon Pierce. There was a run of back. Is it Damon Pierce one. or Damian Pierce? I think it's I think it's Damian Pierce. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, but some of the backs that I didn't that were drafted after Damian Pierce include J.K. Dobbins, or David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, A.J. Dillon, then Cam Akers, and there's also Miles Sanders, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. So some, those are some of the guys that I passed on for Damon Pierce. Uh, the only one that I'm really thinking about is Cam Akers, to be honest. But I don't know, man. I I do like Damon Pierce's ceiling in, the, in an offense where there's not a lot of competition for backs and an offense that seemingly wants to run a lot. So Yeah. 
see how it goes, man. That's what my season hinges on right now. He's definitely the most wanted rookie running back outside of the Jets. Rookie running back. And yeah. For Bro, it, in my draft, Brees Hall went as a mid-second rounder. He went ahead of Javante Williams. I was shocked. Wow. That's Someone a, really that's wanted incredible. Brees Hall. Like, yeah, oh, somebody man. really wanted him. <laughs> It's interesting, yeah. you know, like, I, th- I think uh, Damian played one game in the preseason, and he did his thing during that first drive and whatnot, and they pretty much made the decision that he is their guy. And you are putting a lot of eggs in that basket. I mean, that's fucking risky, dog. That's fucking risky, dude. Who the fuck's yeah. your RB3? Who's your RB3 on your team? My RB3, Melvin Gordon. Okay. Damn, dude. Okay, it's, it's not the worst thing. I mean, you entered that league— and was gifted a, a sixth-round keeper because you you inherited a team that had a Debo Samuel on that team. Yeah. So, yeah, you got him in the sixth round, and then you were able to, like, kind of build a, a great receiving base. And, you know, I think I, I looked at your roster. I'm, I'm not going to hate on it. You hated on mine yesterday, and I, 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 I kind of get it because you look at my roster, and, and you, need, you do need game-breakers. You do need game-breakers. And I, I played it a little bit safe. I do have a game-breaker in Derrick Henry, and I think that, you know, Jalen Hurts can do his thing, and— uh, again, I said it. I, I said it yesterday. Okay, I think the team that I drafted in my individual league, a, a big league, I think I don't have to get lucky to make the playoffs, and that was my goal. But if I do yeah. get lucky, it's going to spring me towards the championship final, and I'm going to win because I got lucky. I, I'm not going to get lucky and make the playoffs. I'm going to get lucky and win the championship. So that's kind of the recipe that I there followed. Where, whereas you, I think you went after some game breakers. You, you built your team. You built your base around that, and I think you're going to make the playoffs. I think your team's solid. Yeah, I think so too, man. And, you know, I, I really like the value I got early in that draft. So I got Devontae Adams at 13, and I got Aaron Jones at 16. Uh, I thought that was great value for those two players. Um, Alvin Kamara, I think, went one or two picks ahead of Adams. Like, he's the guy I probably would have taken over Adams. Yeah. Um, but, what a uh, time. yeah, so like, like most drafts, there was a run of backs that went. Like, <laughs> there's Brees Hall going as a mid second rounder. You know, James Conner was a second rounder as well. Uh, yeah. Leonard Fournette, DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb. Um, so yeah, it was it was running backs, and I think you know with with Damian Pierce, that's what Messi's hinges on because that receiver, you know, I got Adams, Jalen Waddle, Debo Samuel, I got DeAndre Hopkins too, who's suspended. But like man, when he's back, I I, I love my top four receivers, and uh, I got probably a couple stopgaps so, like too. So. Did, he, did he get did he get Waddle like in round five, round six? Did he did he do some free falling or what? Because that's what I'm round, seeing. Uh, round four, I got Ooh. Waddle the top of round four. Ooh. But, you know, it's a bit of a bigger league. They're kind of like mid-fourth rounder, which, yeah, you know, I, I think it's probably a, what's that? I said, my guy's a reacher, dude. It's, it's, yeah, I was yeah. probably, you know, that's right around where Waddle was taken. Juju Smith-Schuster went one pick ahead of me with Waddle. So that's the guy I did want. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, I still Waddle put up big numbers last year. I, I do think there's enough targets. I, I, I don't see why he can't hit a 1,000 yards again, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's a good red zone threat because of how good he is uh, underneath. So... Yeah, I I, uh, I I do like Jalen Walden, man. Even yeah. with that Tyreek Hill there. So, so what's Sunday coming up? And that's uh, that's again the the draft that that we're joining forces in. Uh, you're entering our league, co GM, with Kyle Bowen, uh, a big league. This league means a lot to me. I, I think that it's important for you to come come over maybe a couple hours before a draft or before the draft begins. So you know we can uh, strategize just a bit. You know I think both of us have like, similar tastes, but also different tastes as well and we're gonna have to join forces and make sure that we're seeing eye to eye prior to that draft and uh i think again we're gonna i I think that's gonna bode well 
I think it's going to bode well. A little mix between uh, uh, the both of us. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing a draft that day with my buddy Aaron. Uh, from, let's say we're going to meet up at 2. Uh, let's say, hopefully the draft's done by like 3.30. And then he's kind of halfway between like, you know, uh, where you and I live. So, I should be there like, I'm, I'm hoping 4. Okay. But, you know, it isn't, isn't as early as where, where you might want, but. We'll see how the day goes, man. Maybe it's time for a fancy draft today. I kind of doubt it, but never know, man. <laughs> Oh yeah, you'll, you'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. I, I, I want to touch on one thing before uh, we get out of here. You, you did mention how you drafted in your highest paid league yesterday, and there you were getting emotional about it and not being able to pick any players from the 49ers, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Well, I, I guess you picked Hopkins. It, it is what it is. I, I, I'm the same way. You know, when I'm drafting, there's no there's no Lions players on my team. There's no Seahawks players on my team. There's no Viking players on my team. There's no Bears players on my team, and I wonder how many championships I'm going to lose in this thing called life because of that. But it's okay because Kyle Bound is fucking loyal. You can't buy loyalty. You can't win loyalty. The loyalty that you find with me, you can't get anywhere else. So I'm okay with it. I'm content with it. I'm fucking loyal, all right? Yeah, buddy. I uh, you know, I like to have, again, it's just fucking fancy sports. And I, I, I told you the same advice uh, earlier in the week, right? Late great Chris Roswell said, you know, it's fucking sports, man. You can analyze all you want, but shit happens. They made some fucking pick the guys you want to cheer for. So exactly, I, I did not. I, I do have Debo Samuel on my team, so I'm a bit of a hypocrite. Uh, I just in the moment, I was just like, nah, I'm like, I don't, I don't like these teams enough to to think that Cam Akers is that much better than Damian Pierce. But in reality, he probably is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, man. It's all good, man. We'll see how it goes. Loyalty matters, man. Loyalty matters, man. I, yeah. I can't, I can't trust people who aren't loyal. You yeah, go kind of hand in hand. Fuck the unloyal people, man. What's up with people, man? What's up with people being unloyal, man? They, they, don't, they don't got it. And on that note, I got to ask you this question. How, how many Denver Bronco games are you watching this year? Because I'm going to guess you're going to watch at least 14. <laughs> yeah, probably. <too. laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. And don't you but think let, you— let, Let's tap it on 10 is the floor. 10 is the floor. Yeah, and I think you're watching 14. I think Denver is going to be must-see TV. I think they're going to be on TV a lot. You know, the basic package, a lot. And it's because of Russell Wilson. He is polarizing. It's because of the players around him. But again, it's because of Russell Wilson. So a lot of these Seahawks fans, and I don't, even though I fucking hate the Seahawks and their fans and the organization, I don't blame them for wanting to root for Russell Wilson because not only is he on a new team, but your team just sucks. And that's not, that's not football you want to watch. That's not football you want to watch. You might as well take your time on this place called Earth and in this thing called your life. And use those three to four hours on some positive football and root for Russell Wilson because he did do the impossible for you guys and win you a Super Bowl. And I know he sort of kind of lost you one too, but he won you a Super Bowl and and it's going to be great football over there in the Mile yeah, High City. I, I will say this. The team I'm probably watching the most, at least early in the season, though, is the New Orleans Saints. I and mean, I know you give me shit having two teams, blah, blah, blah. But now three. I think there's a huge, I think there's a huge variance in what the Saints can do this season. I think there's a chance the Saints to finish ahead of the Bucks, I think there's a weird atmosphere on the Bucks. Brady, that old line, uh, the team mm-hmm. is a little older, new coach. The Saints can go one of two ways. Like you know, there's a lot of different pieces on defense, but also a lot of proven pieces on that defense too. I think that defense could be top ten for sure. Spicy defensive front, spicy secondary, and the offense could go one of two ways. Winston looked really good last year before injury. Uh, he's also very volatile. Then you got Michael Thomas, the full Chris Olave, Alvin Kamara. You know, a, a middling offensive line. 
I don't know. I, I, this team could be 11-6. They could be 6-11. and 11, You know what I mean? Uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm really curious what the Saints are going to do this season. Yeah, man. Such an interesting team because their defense is always going to be exciting. They're always going to be nasty, right? It's in the culture. The Saints culture to have a nasty defense. Let's be honest. Let's be real. And uh, then they have their offense, which is somewhat stacked and with a quarterback that is not. Like, what is Jameis Winston? I was going to say he's not good, but he. Like, I think in the first couple weeks last last year, he was good. He was beyond good. He was great. And he's a former first overall pick. And, and in that little spiel that you did have, like, fuck, man, a lot of people are doing that. I don't fucking like it. I don't like it. I don't like when people doubt Tom Brady. Because you know what he does when you doubt him? <laughs> he just fucking wins, and I don't need Tom Brady to win. I think he hears the doubt, too, and it's kind of sounding like this is going to be Tom Brady's last year. You see, like, a little little crack in the armor? If you listen to what he said in his last uh, press conference, that being said, I think the dude is still unstoppable, and that doubt is going to uh, motivate him. And yeah, you don't want to really do that if you're a Saints fan, if you're a Packers fan. Like motivate Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's going to be a great season. I can't wait to see you on Sunday. Uh, yo, dude, I, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Okay, just one, one more, yeah. one more, because my my mind is all over the place, dealing with a lot, loving life though, loving life. Yo, okay, what? What would be the greatest piece of advice you would give to your female partner when she is going through it slash complaining? Because one thing I've noticed in this thing called life through, my, through all my years of living on earth is uh, yeah, women sometimes don't like getting advice. Um, don't tell her to calm down or relax. <laughs> okay. I think that's, that's probably a pretty big piece of advice. That's, uh, yeah, that always goes the other direction for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know, man. That's pretty generic. I'd say just listen. Make sure you listen and, and hear and hear. Yeah. And um, one, one thing I sometimes do is I've noticed some, I, I'm trying to get better, but sometimes I always try to look for a solution like right away when someone tells me their problem. And sometimes people just want to vent, you know? Yeah. They don't always have to come with, uh, with the solution. You can just sympathize instead and, you know, just be there. Don't have always have to solve everything. So wow, I guess that's my advice on that. Wow, dude, thank you, man. And, and I've been doing that more. And, and uh, it's ah, uh, there we go. It, it's it's, it's working. It's working. But you know, I, I have to ask again because sometimes you feel like when you play that card, you're not doing as much. And I think sometimes as a, a man, you just want to have your girls back. But that I think that's just the fucking solution. You got you got to play that card most of the time, and that's just be a listener and have faith. And the real faith that she's going to figure it out. Real talk. Yeah, yeah, giving advice is sometimes like talking to a wall, to be honest. But, hey, it is what it is. A pretty wall, nonetheless. Hey, Trevor. Yo. Get, get out of here, okay? Peace. All right, peace.